This podcast is brought to you by Anchor. Are you thinking about doing your own podcast, but you don't know how? Well, have you heard about Anchor? It's actually the platform that I'm hosting through this right now. And yes, it's free. Not only is it free, it's super easy to use. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And you can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so much more. It's really that easy. And guess what? You can actually make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. That's a big deal. So it's really everything you need in one place to make an amazing podcast. All you have to do is download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. In five, four, (coughs) three, two, son of a bitch, one. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Genius Brain Podcast. How you guys doing? Chilling? Good. I hope you're doing wonderful because we are doing Fantasmibo. Yo, it's been mad cold in LA, dude. It was 40 degrees last night. It's funny because when we say that, I understand in Wisconsin, uh, Minnesota, it's negative 12. But LA, we're used to 60 degree winters and it is 40 degrees, 35 degrees. That's super uncommon here. And it's cold. And I'll tell you this right now, I lost 60 pounds. I shiver now. My teeth chatter. I never had that before. I challenge Canadians and all these below zero people to come down because um, I have a friend. From Toronto, uh-huh. and then you know she was she was making fun of me, yeah, for all the forty degree, fifty degree stuff, right? Yeah, uh, she came and visited one of our winners, uh huh, and she was like, "Holy shit, it is cold here!" And the reason why is because they acclimate to the cold, so so their days don't become seventy. Where where our days are like seventy, and at night it's like forty or fifty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that dramatic drop is 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 pretty damn crazy mm. so you go from walking around with a t-shirt to at night you're shivering even with like layers on ah so that's what it is it's the it's the yeah our bodies dramatically drop in temperature dude i didn't even know because of the weight loss like how people get cold so easy you're like a shivering chihuahua now yo that that <laughs> shit that you learn in uh what's it called like science about bears and having fat and not being cold is true in humans too yeah i didn't shiver at all dude if you go back to some of our <laughs> vlogs when we were in japan yeah. bart and i were in a t-shirt yeah. sometimes and we were chilling outside it was like 20 <laughs> degrees outside bro and we did not care we were just walking around like it was cool like it was all good and then now I'm I'm a, I'm bundled up. I'm wearing pants all the fucking time. Wendy, look at this shit, bro. This is pants, son. Yeah, and then uh, you don't have the layer of protection. I don't. Like I'm wearing sweaters. I'm wearing sweaters and jackets on top of that shit, and I'm drinking hot tea. I kind of like the cold though. I now, too. now, when I was skinny as fuck, like 120 pounds, mm-hmm. I'm a fucking trembling chihuahua, man. I don't. <laughs> I am not cool with that. I hated it, dude. I just wanted to stay in bed all day. There's this whole movement now, too, with the cold showers and the fucking living in the cold thing. It's supposed to be like a health thing, right? It's supposed to be good yeah, for you or some there's shit. there's supposed to be a lot of good benefits, I guess, with a shot of adrenaline. I like hot showers. I like hot showers whether it's in winter or summer. Me, too. I like burning. Burn my skin. <laughs> I'm fucking try to boil me, man. I feel it's because if I take a cold shower, I'm still dirty. The grease don't come off. Exactly. Yeah. I'm a greasy-ass motherfucker, too, by the way. Greasy as hell. If I don't um, take hot showers the grease doesn't melt off yeah and i need that shit to melt because i feel like it just stays in my body and i start mm-hmm. layering grease 100 percent. 
It's like I'm lathering my body with lard and shit. Yeah, I've had, um, <laughs> you know, when I went back to a, a Sacramento, like I had, it, it's funny because I haven't seen my friends in a minute, right? I haven't seen them in so long and they're so used to uh, Fat David. <laughs> <laughs> you know really it's been that long since you lost weight and then you went back up like, a whole year it's been a whole fuck. year like i hadn't been back in a whole year and um yeah i don't i don't i don't really think about stuff like that too much and they're just like whoa you know like you lost so much yeah. weight and i think it's such a shock for them because you know for a majority of my life anyways yeah. you know a few times where i flexed i wasn't so big yeah but it was it was a shock for them and they, they weren't they weren't used to it you know what i mean and uh I'm I'm only slowly starting to get used to it. Sometimes, like when I walk by a mirror, I'm like, "Oh, what the fuck?" You know, Damn. like I don't, I don't. Who's this skinny motherfucker? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I still got a long way to go, but you know, the, the health thing has helped out a lot for sure. Shout out to Joe Rogan, uh, that and bringing uh, what's his face, David Goggins on. Is he what he motivated you? He was he's, he one of the first. He gave that spark back mm. into it, and he helped me kind of put it in reality he gave me a reality check right so the cool thing about david goggins is in his story it's about a man who is not special doing special things yeah and uh, i feel like a lot of and the he times, was fat too yeah. yeah and people feel sometimes that you have to be a specific type of person to do certain things that other people are doing mm-hmm. and i think that's true in certain cases and true and not uh in other cases yeah dude yeah. totally because i i thought for the longest time, I thought I was not athletic. Yeah. I said, I, I'm not built that way. Yeah. I'm just not genetically like. But it it doesn't matter if you are or you aren't. Like, there's a lot of joy that comes from being active. It's it's the same concept of when um people who don't want to go karaoke, right? They go, oh, I, don't, I can't sing. That's not what karaoke is about. It's not about singing, dude. It's about making a fool out of yourself and enjoying the moment. Yeah, singing your heart out. Yeah. Arguably, if you sing worse, it's 10 times better. People love it. It's way better. Yeah. You know, I, nobody wants to see somebody go out there and start doing hella crazy runs. Yeah, it's like, shut up, you fucking show off. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not- Go the, on American Idol. Yeah, when I when I do karaoke, I choose a Bruno Mars song because I know I can't sing it. 100%. Yeah. And it's 10 times more fun that way, man. I'm not it trying is. to show people how dope I am at this shit. I'm trying to have fun, man. It's all about performing like you- like you're just air guitaring and shit. Like you're just doing it. Dude, karaoke is like a huge part of Asian culture, man. Filipinos, Japanese, and Koreans, we love karaoke to the max. Mm-hmm. It's like our biggest pastime. You get drunk, you get a bunch of fucking snacks and foods, and you just start singing your ass off. It's like Guitar Hero before Guitar Hero. Oh, that's exactly <laughs> what it is, dude. Filipino people always got that microphone that's already built in with all the buttons. and they, it's With so, a square thing? Yeah. And it has like crazy reverb. Like yep. you could hear it from two blocks away. And the worst sound system attached to it, you know. It's like, it echoes like crazy yeah. too. Hello, 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 hello. I have a friend of mine who, who I actually might bring on this podcast. She, she always tells me about her dad. Her father was uh, a performer in like the Philippines. Like he was in entertainment. I think he did like theater or singing or some shit. Damn. And so every time before they have a family party, yeah he practices before he gets to karaoke oh, for them fuck. like he has to get his sessions in before because oh, i might he does like ma, 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 ma. <laughs> like he practices he has a, a set list before he goes oh up and does karaoke at a family party because he might get discovered <laughs> <laughs> i love it. Yeah. it he thinks like an agent's gonna be like oh my god I've been waiting for this sound. Yeah, like he, he'll come to LA and he goes, I have to go karaoke because if I don't, how am I going to get discovered? Discovered, I have to go out there and people have to see my talent. But it's just among family and friends. Yeah, man. And the guy is, is, is so fucking funny, man. Like it's he a takes, talent show within family. Karaoke is serious to him. 
There's a lot of people that take karaoke fucking serious, though. Oh, it's like it's real serious. That and like for Korean people, it's uh, <laughs> it's karaoke and uh, church volleyball. Fucking aggressive church volleyball, dude. Did would, did you ever go to a Korean church before? I vi- I visited some. Yeah, yeah. Every summer, there's a couple of things that happen, dude. I've been to some summer camps and stuff, but I've never played the games with them. Yeah. So in Sacramento, they would do this thing. I'm not sure if they still do it now, where all the churches from all the Korean churches in Sacramento would meet up and have a volleyball tournament. <laughs> oh. But it was the most unchristlike thing ever, dude, because they would be cursing. <laughs> like some of the pastors would be like, dude, I swear, like... I'm just going to kick this dude's ass. It's like, Damn. oh, the religion is being thrown out the door when it's time to win, son. Like, they would get upset. Damn. Unreal, dude. They would be saying, like, some unreligious shit to each other. Wow. I would crack the fuck up. They would take it seriously. So it would be, like, all these denominations of Korean churches that come yeah, together? Yeah, Presbyterian, Baptist, just wow. all these Korean churches coming together. But they're all, like, con- so, like, one time out of the year, that's the mm-hmm. only time they come? During the summer. <laughs> and then we, we would have our church volleyball battles, dude. That's funny. It's it's almost like they're battling whose denomination is better. Like Christ got the Baptists back. There was a trophy. There was trophies too at the end of it. They they, they got really serious with it. It's supposed to be like a gathering of like fun. No, no, it was absolutely not. They were talking mad shit to each other, dude. Have you guys ever did camp meetings? Oh, we did church camp shit. Yeah. Yeah. Like, but, um, so like the, the, the church I grew up was a seven day Adventist. Yeah. And it's like there's a lot of different races, right? But yeah. then um like we'll have one that's like everybody. Yeah. That's like every race of every church comes yeah. down and and then sometimes they'll just be like a Japanese one or like a Korean one or whatever. But did you guys are did you guys come from an organized group like that or like Um I don't know if we did that where we did a lot of cultural mixing just because we had half half the church was people who couldn't speak English. Yeah. So it was it was just more difficult. It was just difficult. But d- did your organization have like like a committee and like a huge Oh yeah, like, so Presbyterians have deacons. Yeah. And and they kind of And then you kick the money all the way up like yeah. the Catholic Church, right? Yeah. And they yeah. so they figure out what to do with the money, the funds, who gets paid. But was what. it just one church or did it have like national I don't think so. I don't think it was national. So you guys were like independent. Independent. I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is Seventh Day Adventist not like that? It's na- It's worldwide, dude. Oh shit! I didn't That's know that. why George, you know, Pink Dick George from yeah. Tiger Belly. Yeah. Um, he grew up Seventh Day Adventist, but we both have very similar stories and upbringings and stuff. But he he grew up in like Virginia or something. But yeah. we know like. There's national universities like Loma Linda University, that medical school. Yeah, that's a seven day Adventist school. Oh, for real? Yeah. There's like, uh, I mean, there's like, there's a lot of universities, private colleges, schools all over the country. And so regionally, like, we just have these things called camp meetings. And it's just like you camp together and you worship together and shit like that. What is so what is the what is the difference between a Seventh Day Adventist and a traditional, like let's say, a Presbyterian or or, or Baptist, uh, like Protestant? Well, church? Seventh Day Adventist, I would say it's more a little bit offshoot Christianity, like like how Mormonism and Jehovah's Witness, and you know they have a prophet, right? Yeah. So in in that similar light, we have a prophet by the name of Ellen G. White. Well, and that it, is the most basic name I've. That, I know, right? that shit threw me off right now, dude. That is the most basic religious name I've ever heard in my life, dude. Ellen G. White. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a lady. Sounds like she plays a saxophone on Saturdays at a cafe. <laughs> it's Re- like, 
Oh, it's like a jazz musician. Yeah. <laughs> My name is Ellen G. White, and today we're going to play some smooth-ass jams for you, baby. <laughs> yeah. And, um, yeah, I mean, like, you know how, like, the Mormons or whatever, they have their own, like, person. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it, it, but it's a little bit different from, I think, evangelical and Baptist and Presbyterian because um, they don't have... Like, what do you call it? Like, I don't think they have a, a, a prophet or they don't have a person that is the leader leader, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, for... well I mean, like Lutheran has like Martin Luther, but he's yeah. just like a renegade monk. He's not like... Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. He didn't personally get like like instructions from God. Yeah. But like what I mean by prophet is more like people that, that say they personally got instructions from God. And I would uh, say like Mormons, yeah. like Jehovah's Witness... Um, yeah, there's, there's, and then Seventh-day Adventist, and then there's like all these offshoot Christianity groups yeah. that has a prophet that says that they have a direct message from God. So our, uh, prophet, prophet, and I say our, like, cause I'm not a part of the religion, religion, but what I grew up in, Ellen, so that's why I refer to it as our, but then yeah. like Ellen G. White, White, she basically had vision, like dreams, visions, or communications mm. from from God himself telling her all these other things. And, and, and one of the things is like um, trying to, they're kind of traditionalists and try like purists in, in the, in the way of like being more emphasized in the old, old Testament. Oh, so like in terms of like dietary stuff, like they're not eating bottom feeding yeah. shit like shrimp and pork. Yeah, yeah. And- yeah. So, so they're more, I say like closer to Judaism because they mm. focus so much more in the Old Testament than so the New Testament. So it's a lot Testament. more uh, ritualistic. Very ritualistic. Okay. And then also, like, uh, she has her own things where, like, I think um, one of them was, was like, oh, you got you to gotta go worship on the sa- Sabbath. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Because that's what God intended it to be instead uh-huh. of the Sunday. Uh-huh. I think it turned Sunday, like like after the Roman Catholics took over or something. But I don't know, man. There's all these other things and rules, but uh, a lot of it is rules. A lot of it is rules. Is there a lot of, are there a, is there a huge Japanese community within like the Seventh-day Adventist? Well, I I don't know a single Korean Seventh-day Adventist. There, obviously I don't know that many Koreans. There are Korean Seventh-day Adventists though. I know a a shit ton of uh, Korean Jehovah Witnesses. Mm. As they would always come to my house, and my dad would invite them in, and she goes, "Let's talk." And they go, "No, we're okay," because my dad, you know, he studied like Christian theology. Yeah. He, he, you know, he he was a pastor. Yeah. So he has a uh, he has a. Uh, so he they they felt annoyed of him. Oh, a hundred percent. Because he would sit down. My mom would make a meal, and they would sit down and talk to each let's other. Let's talk like, God, then. What's yeah. up? Yeah, that's basically yeah, it's like, <laughs> yo, let's talk some Jesus Christ, homie. He's all excited. Like yeah. he's all trying to come. It's like he's trying to convince them to yeah. to join his and like, shit, and it's like, oh, we 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 have to. Go. I was like, no, 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 please sit down, sit down. I'm like, you guys fucked up, dude. You came into the wrong house. My dad could talk for days about this shit, dude. The guy, dude, if you walk into our house, there's literally like four bookshelves filled with just Christian theology that he read. Well, every I mean, he's fucking- a pastor, that's his thing, yeah. right? Damn. Yeah. That's fucking wild, man. Yeah. Like, I mean, I think a huge part of religion for immigrants too is community building. Like mm-hmm. the like, you know, before before the internet, before like cell phones and things like that, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Like the community was so bonded and strong that like if you needed to find someone within the church, you could find someone. Yeah. Because it's like, 
I mean, some people grow up their whole lives going to these private schools within the church and all that stuff. Yeah. So like, you know, my mom has lifelong friends and shit like that. Like, like, yeah, I don't yeah. know if I still have like church friends anymore, man. Like, I know I've, I've connected with a lot of people through church, but I want to say they're my closest friends anymore. Like I've the, the closest friends that I've had, I've met outside of church. Do you feel like, well, obviously you're still religious. Yeah. But do you feel like a disconnect or like, how do you perf- practice your faith? Basically. I mean, I still go to church. So, oh, you do? Yeah. Like oh, I, I, I said this before too. I got the body of Christ, but the mouth of Satan. And I, <laughs> <laughs> and I uh, <laughs> you know. Um, well, Christ hung out with prostitutes, tax, tax collectors and the filth of the earth. And so. I represent that to the max. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you know, it's, it's weird, you know, cause people, I don't know how, I, how I kind of see religion as this is like, it's, it's individualistic too, you yeah. know? Um, I just kind of let people be like, I, you know, it's like the whole thing of like, you catch more bees with honey than you do water. And I can mm-hmm. only walk the walk to, to how I, the best I can do it. Yeah. And I, I, I still go to church. You know, I get my refresher. I, I try my best. Um, you know, I do get busy a lot and I'm, you know, I'm out of town on Sundays. So the church that I go to is right around the corner. Mm-hmm. I try to go maybe once or twice a month. And, but I, you know, I keep it up. I listen to a lot of online sermons and it keeps me grounded. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the thing that I love about church that it did for me. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe not for everybody else. I don't yeah. know, you know, but for me, it always keeps me grounded and it humbles the fuck out of me, man. Yeah. I see like so many people, their experience is different. Yeah. Like you can't overall blanket Christianity and yeah. say all over the world, These it's going to be the same. Like, like, no, like my experience religion, is completely yeah. different from yours. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, like I'm no longer religious in that sense, but, but it doesn't keep me away from being a spiritual person. Like I do believe in a higher being and I do believe like, like there's more meaning than just being a human being that's existing. Yeah. But there's a purpose for us to, you know, be kind and love one another and all those things. I think the things that I grew up with, the Christian values. It has stuck around. It yeah. stuck around. Yeah. And then, but then having a relationship with a higher being, whether this entity is communicated through Christianity or Buddhism or whatever, like I am not tied to one individual religious group because at the end of the day it's a human being trying to communicate or trying to explain this connection they have with this spiritual being yeah Yeah. and it's 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 not in my position or place so if somebody comes out to me they go you know christianity is is fucking stupid and they call me retarded or something yeah uh i'm not gonna sit there and debate with them about it because i can't faith is just that it's faith it is i can't I can't quantify for But that's good that you don't take it personal because a lot of people take it personal. I can't take it personal, man. Like I can't because once again, because I believe it's it's, it's, it pertains to the individual. I can't sit there and debate with you on it because number one, if they go, your stuff is not based on facts. Probably. Yeah. (laughs) You know, it's faith based. Yeah. You're a hundred percent right, bro. That's not faith. Faith is not facts. Mm -hmm. So I can't sit there and have that argument with somebody and it's not worth it either. Yeah. My thing is too, like, bro, just don't shit on me for it. And I'm not (laughs) shitting on you for it. Don't be mad at me. I'm I mean, not they they probably had a shitty experience and they're just taking it out on you. Yeah. They're like, when I became atheist for a moment, it was all just a reaction to how I was raised Christian style. Like it was me, like that's my only experience and how much um, I have personal resentment against my individual church. Yeah. 
and the way that they did things. Like, but, you know, there are other groups out there that are doing great things. And for me to not, you know, like being young and just just resenting the whole anarchy phase, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I get it. And and there are people that grew up in shitty situations where they got molested by pastors or whatever, right? And then it's like, but that's the that's that's an individual's experience. That's not the whole religion is corrupt and fucked up. And those negative experiences too, it's I call it people are trying to find the shoe that fits. Yeah. You know? They're like, Well, this is what I went through. hundred percent you did, man. Yeah. But you can't just it's 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 too easy to condemn a whole group for that type of stuff. Yeah, you're gonna condemn billions of people. <laughs> like seriously, like they're all guilty. Yeah, yeah. It's it's too easy to do it that way, man. Yeah. And um, it, it's hard. Like I said, it, it's gonna take a lot of like personal soul searching on that kind of mm-hmm. stuff, man. And you know that we always talk about this too when it goes back to that mental health stuff, man. Take that time for yourself and figure that stuff out. Because mm-hmm. if you're trying to focus your whole life on hating a whole group of people because of what you experienced personally, that's it's not rough on them. It's rough on you. Yeah. You know, you're doing yourself a fucking disservice at this yeah. point, dude. Because if somebody looks at me and they go, oh, you're Christian. Ugh. I, all right, man. I can't really change that. I can't. They're not saying that about you. They're saying about the the, the people that try to force religion down their throat, yeah. too. Yo, like, I, it would just be breathing in college and just eating a fucking sandwich. And they'll be like, Westboro guys come up fucking telling you God hates fags or yeah. like there's a like they used to come and pick at our school. Yeah. They'll be like fucking, you know, like Christian club kids yeah. that are inspired to just spread the word of God, but they're so forceful Yo, and socially weird the way that they do it. You In know? Riverside too, there was this dude that was on campus that had a huge like uh, what I mean huge I mean fucking big man And if you guys went to Riverside You know in like 06, 07 You know this dude that had uh, This huge picket sign And it had a huge sign that says like Fags or what fa- I think it was like Fags, sodomites are all gonna burn, burn in hell yeah. Screaming that shit man And I always looked at this dude like What are you trying to accomplish? Yeah When you say that Do you really think that you're helping somebody? Like someone's gonna go Oh really? <laughs> well thank you for telling me that Cause <laughs> now <laughs> I had no fucking clue that I was going to go to hell, but now I know. Thank you. I was like, I wish I had known this before I was fucking somebody ass yesterday. It's like, God, oh, man. Yeah, it's, it's, it's wild, man. Um, and I, I used to see that shit. And as a, as a kid that grew up Christian, I never understood it. I never, ever yeah, understood it. Here. I didn't get it. I'm like, yo, man, what are you trying to prove right now? They're just crazy. Yeah. Some crazy it's ass people. fanatic. It's just fanatical, dude. And they, they, they're really like the, the minority here and the bad apples. Because for the most part, like people use religion as a way to just come together and connect, hang out, learn eat, life lessons, socialize. I had, um, there was this group called uh, KCCC. Uh, <laughs> Korean Christian Crusaders for Christ or something like that, right? <laughs> Yo, this is a huge organization, like a college campus organization that's all over different, you know. And there was another group called KCM, I believe, Korean Christian Ministry or Campus Ministry. And so it was funny because the you would see their booth, right? So K trip, KCCC, albeit at the time from the one that, that I experienced, it was a lot of like, if you just looked at them, you know, the greasy haired dweeby kids. Yeah. Very nice, very sweet, you know, um, just down to earth, like chill people. And then on the other side, there was KCM, these motherfuckers over here with a, with a soju bottle, smoking cigarettes and shit, you know? And I'm like, yo, aren't you guys both Christian, you know? And they would try to recruit like Korean people or That's whatever. Funny. And they were so, they were so different in their approach. And yeah. so when I went to, I went to KCCCC because 
I didn't really vibe with the KCM yeah. people. They just seemed like a bunch of posers. Yeah. Like they're some tough guys and shit. I'm like, yeah. you guys are a fucking Christian group, dude. Chill, chill the fuck out. They're like, we love God, but we smoke cigarettes. Yeah. Like we're bad. Like on, on some tip like that, yeah. right? They just seemed like they were out to prove something that they weren't. Yeah. So I was like, yo, let me check out this K triple C shit, whatever. Uh, I go Gospel over, thugs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I believe in God, homie, but I'm still going to bang, homie. Yeah. Uh, which to be honest with you, there's a lot of dudes like that. There are. A lot. And then um, I went to this uh, KCCC thing. And so there was a girl named Anne Marie. She was a Filipino girl. And she was uh, she was in my dorm. And we went there uh, together. And we went to a, a sermon or whatever. And afterwards, she was exhausted. And she kind of leaned her head on my shoulder, right? And we're just yeah. chilling. And this guy comes up and he goes, hey, man, uh, we don't do that here. I was like, do what? I was like, she goes, oh, you guys can't do like public, oh. public affection stuff here. I was like. Public? What do you mean public affection? Like we're not together. She's just tired. She's just resting her shoulder, or resting her head on my shoulder. She goes, yeah. "Yeah, but you know that's not very you know Christ-like." And I was like, and I I got you know there's this during a time that's not exactly yeah. I was very confrontational at this point at this age. So you were just like I just said I was like show me in scripture. That's yeah. what I said. I was yeah. like, you show me in scripture where it says that this is wrong. Show me right now. I think that's the biggest thing I have against religion. Yeah. Is people use it as a way. To kind of force their own ideals that has nothing to do with scripture. Yes. And then they make it seem as if if you challenge them, that you're challenging God. Yes. So I, I think that that's true for whether it's Buddhism or, or mm-hmm. Islam or whatever. There's a lot of self-righteous people that don't know the difference between preference and culture and morals that like they like they're tra- just pressuring other people to follow. And if you challenge them, you're challenging God. And yeah. I hate, I absolutely hate that. That's why I had to run it, away from the church. It was so weird because I didn't understand what they meant. And so that KCCC group, that one individually, like I said, I don't know how it was on other camp, campuses, yeah. but in that campus, if you were a, going to be a part of KCCC, uh, I think like in the first two years of your college experience, they told you that you weren't allowed to date. Which Why? I don't fucking know. Or I'm not sure if you weren't allowed. It was something along. It was scorned upon. Upon. upon so upon. they they promote like celibacy. Yeah, but that's not even celibacy. You can't be in a relationship or date in the first two years. I was like, what in part of the Bible did it say that? Where? Like you're creating your own rules. Yeah, that's like, what I don't understand. Yeah, like yeah. this is. Su- it was such a weird concept for me, and yeah. that was my first taste of. I don't know if I like this religion anymore. Yeah. But then I started to realize that I was, I was judging the religion that I grew up with based on an individual's actions, mm-hmm. you know, and I wasn't looking at the personal relationship that I had with whatever my faith in God, yeah. you know, so I had to, I had to learn that lesson the hard way because during that point, point of college, like, yo, I, I stopped going to church because of that experience. Yeah. It, it made me feel I, I mean, that's, I'm, I'm right there with you, man. I yeah. used to keep going to church and um, my parents stopped going. Yeah. And then I would get taken to church by other ch- church members so yeah. i could still keep go- going and see my friends and stuff but like i you know the older you get you start waking up to certain things and you start yeah. asking questions yeah like i was told and rightfully so you should yeah but the but but when i asked questions out of curiosity i was treated as if I'm just being argumentative. You talk shit about Jesus, homie? Yeah, dude. And then like, I'm just, I'm just curious because I like to think and I like to talk and I like to figure things out, right? Like, and then one of the things was like, I was um, um, told not to mingle and mix with people outside of the church, even, yeah. even Sunday worshipers, because they're, they're corrupted by the devil. 
And I was like, mm. there's a lot of genuine people that exist in this world that are not Christian. Yeah. And I was like, there's Buddhists out there. There's there's other people out there that I love that are my friends. Some are family members that are that that aren't Seventh Day Adventists. Yeah. How come they're condemned just because they don't go to church on Saturday? Yeah. And I said that, and then they're like, "You're um, being like trouble. You're, You're being, being blasphemous." Yeah, and I'm like, "No, answer the fucking question." That's what I was thinking I in my head. Is like, answer the question. And I realized, as a, as a little kid, I was like 13 at the time or 14. I was like, I was like, man, they don't know the answer. I was like, they 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 feel the pressure from me just asking a simple question because they can't think and they're too damn dumb. Because they didn't question it themselves. Exactly. So when they're confronted with that, they're like, holy shit, how do it, I answer you that? You can see the bolts and steam come out their head. Yeah. But you should be able to talk openly and freely and question things. That's why that's what I like that, about- that should make your relationship with your relation religion stronger. The more people give you questions and the more you can answer it openly and honestly, right? But I just didn't go to a church that can do that. Yeah, I, I think I went to a church that was the opposite of that. Like they, we had a lot of guest speakers that came in and there was a guy named uh, Pastor Alex. He was like this uh, traveling pastor. And he, even he was talking about um, just not so much questioning your religion, but ask questions. Yeah. Because there's going to be times where you you are going to doubt your religion. But if you don't explore that and you don't come back from that, then your faith wasn't that strong in the yeah. first place. So it is, I think it is up to you to question your religion and have questions and have them answered. That's why I kind of feel like what I went through is a, is a little bit of a cult. <laughs> okay. A little bit. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Don't you dare question. You know? Yeah. I mean, like, think about it, dude. Most we're encouraged to go through the private school system of the church. Yeah. Associate and hang out with only members of the church. Yeah. Marry within the church. Uh huh. Everybody outside is tainted. Like that A to demon. me sounds like some cult shit. Because mm, yeah, what we're yeah, taught yeah. is love everybody and bring everybody together. But it's like bring on everybody un- under the religion. That doesn't make sense, right? It's like yeah. if you do have love for everybody and if God says unconditional love, love your enemies, love your neighbor, every, everything's about unconditional love, love the people that you hate, whatever. If that's true, then you shouldn't be like, well, only my Seventh-day Adventists and everybody yeah. else fuck you guys, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like because you guys are going to hell and I'm not. You know, there, like what is that? There's some interesting things too. Like I've, I've kind of noticed a lot, especially in a lot of mega churches in LA because I, you know, I shopped around for diff- different churches to see which one I liked. Yeah. And I, I, I found something very fascinating, dude. Um, churches too, depending on which one you go to, some of it's just a fucking business, man. It's, it's, it's a it's big business. A fucking huge multi-million dollar business. It's and like, I, give me money and I'll make you feel better. That's all it is. Yeah. It's, 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 and it was so different from the churches that I grew up in, yeah. you know, and that's the reason why, albeit they probably struggled financially because they were, they were focused more on the teachings of the religion than they were about grabbing people in for their money. Mm. And which is what I grew up with. So when I came to LA, that was another big test that I had. I was like, damn, fuck these churches, man. The money grubbing sons of bitches. Yeah. Why are these fucking pastors talking about like, I'm trying to help people out, but you got a multi-million dollar mansion, dude. Well, it makes, because they, they basically enable and make a lot of the greedy people feel good about themselves yeah because they're like they're like yeah you know you deserve that expensive car you deserve this and that and they're like oh yeah yeah and then they feel good so they give more offering because they feel like they're giving to god to 
because deep down inside they do feel guilty Cause, cause for I'm their greed to, or like, whatever it is. I'm used to like the pastors that I grew up with, like even my dad, right? So yeah. my, when my dad started started up a church in Sacramento, because we had our own business, he was one of like the deacons there, and he started up that church with one of his close friends. He didn't take a paycheck from the church, damn, at all, ever. And that's how it should be. Yeah, because he had his own source of income. Yeah. And we weren't even rich either. It's not like our family couldn't have used it. Yeah. You know, but my dad did it and he worked at that church tirelessly. And I really respected that about him and a lot of the other pe- members of the church, all those deacons. Like, yeah. I really respected that out of them, you know. And so when I saw the opposite that happened in some of this, and you know, I'm not saying they don't work hard, but I, I, it always made me feel weird when I saw, yo, be, have, making seven figures is definitely living beyond your regular means. Like, I don't think a pastor should ever make seven figures. Yeah, I believe that they could. They should make a good living because they are doing a shit ton of work. Yeah. But seven figures. I mean, when it comes to religion, I personally just have... It makes me feel weird about rock star religious people. Yeah, they're rock stars. That's right. what they are. They're, they're, they, they start to become these rock stars. Because they're too powerful. Yeah. They're not... To me, I feel like they're not servicing... The, the the higher peoples. I mean, the, the spirits. It seems like they're know? servicing like, themselves. Exactly. Mm, they're basically sucking their own fucking dick. They're taking the attention away from the spirits. I, I saw this too. And uh, it was, so I, I went to this church and I was so curious because, so there was a person that in the crowd that asked, so within the Protestant religion, uh, homosexuality is a sin, right? So stealing yeah. and all that other stuff, right? And this person asked the, the pastor, this is what he says. He goes, um, so what what is the Christian belief on homosexuality and what is your opinion on it, right? And he goes, is is it a sin or is it not? And he it's goes, in the Bible. It's a, it's a sin. He didn't say that though. Oh, this is what he said. He goes, there are people who are gay that come to this church and I love them too. And you know, I've I grew up with you know some people who are gay and he was like, why can't he just admit that it's a sin? He wouldn't do it because I would have just been like, yes, it's a sin, just like lying is a sin, which we all do. So. We all live with sin. So he was, I, I was like, what is he, wait, hold on a second. What is he doing? And then he, and they, they asked again, and this person said to, to, to this pastor, he goes, that's not what I asked. They go, what is, what I'm asking is what, what is your opinion and what does the church say about it? Mm. And he goes, goes back to it again, beats around the bush. Well, you know, I've had homosexual people come up to me and say that they love this church. And the person was like, yo, he's basically, a- he's basically, he's basically saying, I don't want to lose my customers. That's what he was saying. I don't want to lose my customers. And I lost so much respect for him, dude, because no matter whether I agree or disagree with what he was going to say, as a religion, you should have a stance. Yeah. Or as anybody with a certain, have a fucking stance, dude, and be able to defend it. Yeah. Or, or not even defend it, just... You were you weren't worried about your what your beliefs were. You were worried about losing your customers. Right. And I was like, "Holy shit, this is a business." Boom, a boom moment for me, dude. Dang. And I I looked at this pastor saying, "Like you could have just said, yes, it's a sin in the religion, but we're also a faith about love, and everybody's welcome here, man. Mm-hmm. It's everybody's welcome here. Mm-hmm. Like you're welcome here. You know, let's let's all love each and other." And who has it like? Everyone broke something in the Bible. Yo, man, I'm breaking shit all day. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And uh, that, even, even, even thoughts about sinning is actually a, a sin itself. Yeah. In a, it, it, it's like, so, I mean, who is without sin? Like, I mean, and why can't you just admit that it is? Yeah. Why can't you say Sex that, before marriage is a, a sin. sin. Lying is a sin. Like, everything that we do is already a sin. Within it's the like, religion, you yeah. know? And uh, I, I, I got to say, too, like, I, I can't, even in that, I can't judge 
every church for for that what that guy did. I can't say every church is like that either. No, this is not this is not a nebulous statement or a comment. I'm just saying what I saw right. that made me feel of a, a certain way about this church, and which is why I left it. Yeah, because I, I felt like people, and also at, at this church, they talked about tithing way too much. So you knew it was the business when they passed the offering table more than one time. During uh, a, a sermon, I'm just like, this is not that it's, kind of dude. The dude talked about tithing. I think the, like nine out of ten times oh I was there. God. Like, bro, we get it. You want ten percent of the fucking paycheck? I fucking get it. Can you get to the fucking sermon, dude? Like, that's what it was constantly about. You know what I do like about mega churches, though? What? They are entertaining as. Uh, they dude. got money. Yeah, they got like angels flying from the sky and shit. They got full on bands. Yo, that like, fucking video of that dude on the fucking cable coming down, floating. Yeah. And then he had to be spun back around and shit. Dude, I've been to one where there's like basketball courts. Yeah. There's like swimming pools. There's it's just so fun, man. The fucking Korean church that I went to as a kid, yeah. when we used to play ball, it was at this back area at the church lot that had weeds cracked. The, there was no basketball net, yeah. rusted as shit. At that place, they tore that shit down and they built a fucking basketball court, indoor basketball court. Oh my God. That's how much money that church has now. Damn. Where the fuck was that when I was a kid, dude? Well, they changed their business practices, right? But I mean, anything, see, that's, that's a huge part for me when it comes to religion. It's like, it's like, I feel kind of sick in the way that people get taken advantage of. Yeah. So a lot of people join religion because you know they're lonely they're hurt they're they need help and they might receive some type of community warmth and 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 stuff that they need through religion but there are a lot of people that take advantage of that power and of that ignorance because there's corrupt human beings exactly people aren't perfect you know and i you know to the credit of you know christianity that i've been a part of yeah i've i've learned a lot from it as a human being yeah and i think that to to that religion's credit it, it did help mold a lot of values in my life that I still keep till this day. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I definitely don't think I would have been who I am today without it in terms yeah. of a lot of the positivity. That and there's a lot of great me. memories that you build, oh, like community, yeah. the sense of belonging. The sense of giving is what I received a right. lot from Christianity. Was and, to, and what you're supposed to do in this world, the sense of purpose. Yeah. And I, I think a lot of those things I hold on to till this day, there's definitely a lot of, lot of negativity from human beings yeah but yeah i mean because it's so prevalent everywhere you go i went through this journey where i try to look for a good church and all that stuff and it's it's full of so many stupid people that i'm just like i can't do this man yeah it's hard i I don't there's no perfect church really there's no perfect group yeah wherever you go there's gonna be politics and drama and stupidity because a lot of people are stupid yeah yeah (laughs) right so sometimes it's just better to have a spiritual connection with you and your beliefs and keep it separate from kind of dogma or or institutionalism and just like groups i've I've learned one of the things that i learned that i that i still keep to this day that my dad taught to me as well which was a part of like it's it's giving uh, wholeheartedly like if you're going to give something to somebody don't expect something in return yeah and i always loved that shit when i when i've lent out money to people it was always because i gave it to them because i didn't expect that to be returned back to me wow you know? that's a real damn you real real, <laughs> real christ-like right there yeah. i'm like judas bro <laughs> Now, who's that tax collector? Was it Judas? I forgot. Uh, it was a disciple, but yeah, it wasn't yeah. Judas. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just playing. Yeah, no. but then I uh, I wanted to, um, 
because it also strains like, like relationships, right? It does. So yeah. if somebody came up to me, and mind you, this is I'm not saying that I'm I'm screening the person that's asking for the money too. Like I know who this human being is. Right. So I know this person is trying hard. I know that they're going through issues where they need to borrow money. And yeah, I'll do it. You know, they'll come up like, yo, I need 500 bucks. And it's hard for them. It's, I can see them just, just, it just like, it's hard to push it out their own fucking teeth to ask yeah. me for money. And I give it to them and I'll pay you back. I'm like, sure, go ahead. If whenever you want, don't even worry about it. And after that, it's out of mind, out of sight. If you they, don't collect. No. No. If they do pay me back, thank you very much. Like yeah. I have a friend right now, like arguably I probably lent him a total of like maybe three or four grand over yeah. the period of like our friendship. I don't expect that back. I don't expect him to give it back to me. Yeah. He, he's, he's, he's going through his own stuff. He has his own journey. And when he and can, maybe he one will, day, maybe he'll one get, day. he'll learn and then he'll, you know. And even if he doesn't, I don't yeah. give a fuck. You know, I had, I had the financial stability to lend that money out and still be okay. Okay. Yeah. So that's what I think about. What's the time? Oh, it, it, yo, shit. How long were we talking for? It was 40 minutes. So let's just call it the religion one. I yeah. got to pee really bad so we could just. Just end go it. ahead. Go pee. Okay. okay. Yeah. You want to end it really quick and it will cut it and just call it the religion one? Yeah. All so right. if for, for like these things too, like in the, in the future, like you don't even have to stop like that because I want this to go all the way through. Okay. You could just decide to end the podcast whenever you want. Oh, okay. Just okay. go like, all right, guys. So, you know, that's the I podcast. I really it. bad then. Yeah. So you got to pee and then end it. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll pee and then end it. Yeah. All right. Okay, guys, this was a really, really awesome episode, but I got to pee so bad. And I think we covered a lot about religion and, and we never really got this deep about Christianity yeah, and never. our personal experiences. So yeah. I think it was really good because a lot of people were asking us how we felt and what our personal experience was. Because there's a lot of people out there that are religious and sometimes I think they feel attacked or they feel like kind of weird when i talk about how i left the church and stuff like that yeah which it has nothing to do with your guys's experience or or anything it's or, not a personal it's, attack it's not right or wrong yeah it's just that was you know my choice and what i went through well that's pretty much it but thanks for joining us on this episode of genius brain i gotta pee so bad so i'll talk <laughs> to you later peace <laughs>